You're listening to The Plan Podcast, episode number 26. Today, I'm sharing one of my favorite life hacks with you. If you are someone who always seems to have good intentions of developing new habits, but quickly see them kind of just fall to the wayside, then stay tuned because this one simple trick has made a huge difference for me. Thanks for tuning in to The Plan Podcast. We don't know everything, but we're putting together a plan to figure it out, one topic, an episode at a time. If your goal is to live better, do better, or be better, then this is the podcast for you. So grab your favorite pen, folks, and let's make some plans with your host, Danny Bruflot from Time is Honey. All right, Danny, let's get planning. Okay, so before we dive into today's episode, I kind of feel like I owe you a bit of an update. So I sort of accidentally (laughs) took the month of July off from the podcast, and I say accidentally because it wasn't necessarily planned. My original plan was to do 15 episodes, take a break, do 15 more, and so on. But I got to episode number 25 and completely broke my podcasting microphone. So it had started breaking a few episodes prior, and you maybe noticed this in, I don't know, like episode 22, 23, 24, where there's like some crackling and stuff. So I was having trouble with the cord. But by the time episode 25 rolled around, it completely broke. So now the microphone won't even stay powered on long enough to record. So on top of the microphone breaking, I also found a really great podcasting course, The Podcast Lab by Jenna Kutcher, which I purchased and started taking. And so I just wanted some time to kind of focus on that and think about what I was going to do to improve the show moving forward. And then the whole microphone thing just kind of resulted in a really good excuse, I think, to procrastinate. Um, But This episode I'm actually recording with a small external microphone that I just hook up to my iPhone. So I'm kind of excited to see how this turns out because if it sounds okay, then this is a much simpler solution, much more portable, which is kind of nice. And then I don't have to worry about what has happened with my microphone, although (laughs) I should probably try to get it repaired somewhere or something. But Anyway, so I spent July also working on a few big projects that I've been really excited about. So as you may have seen on Instagram, I recently launched the Digital Planner, which is an interactive planner. This is the first of its kind that I've ever developed myself that you can use on your tablet. So it integrates monthly calendar layouts alongside the daily page design. So it has monthly calendars for the next 17 months through the end of 2020. And then it has a daily page design that is dated for all 500 and however many days between now and then. And then it's all interactive. So you can click on any day in the calendar and instantly pull up the daily page. It's really cool. And the reviews and feedback on it have been really great. So check that launch is done has been really exciting and then I've also been working really hard to bring a paper planner to fruition and I finally just ordered the official sample yesterday so I'm hoping that I will have a physical sample in my hands by mid-August unfortunately it might also coincide with us being on vacation but hopefully by the end of the month I will have a physical sample 
in my hands that I can share with you. So if you've been hoping for the daily page in a really nice spiral bound format, make sure you're following me on Instagram because I know I won't be able to help myself from sharing little peeks of it as soon as it arrives. Some of you might remember that I had actually started this process for the planner last year and unfortunately it just it didn't go very well and maybe it was just kind of meant to be a learning experience for me but I ended up having a lot of back and forth and a lot of trouble receiving my samples on time. One of the samples got caught in customs and by the time it arrived I just I wasn't 100% happy with it. Down in my gut I knew that the product wasn't what I wanted. I knew that I personally wouldn't use it. It was just, it was too big, too bulky, and I wasn't in love with the paper quality. And on top of that delay, it meant that I would have had like an absolute race in order to get them to people before the holidays. And I just, I won, I couldn't live with myself sending out a product that I didn't 100% love and believe in and want to, you know, promote and encourage people to use. And I didn't want to risk delivering it late on top of that. And so at the time, the best decision was just to pull out and think about doing it later in the year or next year. And so I was super bummed to pull out on the project. And as of right now, I can't guarantee 100% that this year and this new planner is a green light. But I rethought the design a lot. I had a really great focus group that provided really valuable feedback. I went with a different size and a different size of cover and kind of a different style. And I don't know, things are looking much more promising. And I'm keeping my fingers crossed that this new sample is absolutely perfect fingers crossed, and that I'll finally get to bring this dream of mine to fruition. So stay tuned on that whole front and on to the show, right? And I think like enough about my my drama. (laughs) So today I want to talk to you about habit stacking. It is such a simple concept, but once you learn how to utilize it, you're just kind of like, okay, wow, whoa. It just taps right into our natural human behavior and it makes so much sense and just it makes things so much easier once you understand it. So here's the short kind of elevator pitch version of what habit stacking is. If you are trying to develop a new habit, try connecting it to a daily habit you already have. For example, after I brush my teeth in the the morning, I will drink 10 ounces of water. Or after I make the bed, I will do five minutes of stretching. Habit stacking is a method that is backed up by science. And certainly this is not something that I invented or came up with. James Clear has written a lot about productivity and he discusses habit stacking really at length in his book, Atomic Habits, which I will link to in the show notes for today if you're interested in reading much more in depth about this. But James explains that when we develop skills and habits, our brains create a connection between neurons related to that particular task. As we grow and age, our brains undergo a process that is called synaptic pruning. And this process kind of prunes away, kind of think of like tree branches. It prunes away all of the unused connections that we have and allocates that energy towards building connections for other skills. So as adults, we have about 40% less neurons than we have as babies. And this is thanks to that process of synaptic pruning. So although we are losing neurons and these connections in the brain, 
the connections that remain and are being used very frequently get very strong. So think of them as like a well-worn hiking path, right? It's worn right down to the dirt. And each of us have dozens of these well-worn habits that we perform each day. So walking the dog, brushing our teeth, checking the mail, emptying the dishwasher, packing a lunch, making that first pot of coffee, dropping the kids off. The more you do, the stronger and faster these paths become. So the more we do them, the more we repeat these habits, the stronger that neuron connection in the brain becomes. So habit stacking means that when you want to develop a new habit, you simply connect it to one of these current habits you already have and stack them so that the new habit will land on that same neuron path in your brain as the habit you have already developed. So for example, when I walk the dog, I will go up and down the stairs at the train station 10 times. Or when I brush my teeth, I will apply sunscreen. Or when I make the bed, I will then do 10 minutes of meditation. Or after I turn on the coffee pot, I will make my to-do list for the day. The formula here is this. Take the well-worn habit you already have developed plus a habit you want to form. And I kind of recommend starting there with some pretty simple ones. But the best part about habit stacking is that once you get good at it, you can actually stack multiple habits onto that same neuron path and kind of work your way up to doing two or three. People that get really, really good at this can do like a dozen and they're just kind of like machines. (laughs) So it's pretty cool. And some experts recommend that you put the new habit at the end of the sequence. And some recommend that when you move from two habits to a stack of three, or more, you put the newest habits in the middle. So I recently switched to doing this kind of sandwiching method and I kind of recommend it. So for example, when I walk the dog, I will do 50 lunges and then go up and down the stairs at the train station 10 times. Or when I brush my teeth, I will take my multivitamin, then apply sunscreen. Or when I make the bed, I will do a journal prompt and then do 10 minutes of meditation. Or after I turn on the coffee, I will clean off the kitchen counters and then make my to-do list for the day. And the formula here is the well-worn habit you have already developed, the newest habit that you want to develop, and then another habit that you have already kind of worked on and secured. I hope that this is making sense so far. I find it really fascinating. Maybe you don't. But I'm going to give you a couple of examples of habit stacking that I've utilized recently in my own life just to kind of bring it home. So I really wanted to try out a lash growth serum. This was like a year or so ago. But I wasn't really seeing results because I was always having a hard time remembering to actually apply it. So with Lash Serum, you want to put it on right before bed so it doesn't get like rubbed off. And consistency is really important. So I, you know, you want to do it for like 20 to 30 days really consistently in a row before you see really good results. And since I was forgetting so much, it was more like once every three to four days, which was just not enough to see results. So I just kind of had to think about it. Like, what is something I always do right before bed? Okay, I brush my teeth. So I stacked the habits like this. After I brush my teeth at night, I'll apply my eyelash serum. So the habit I already have, the one that's already well-worn, and then my new one connected to it. And to make this even easier on myself, I started storing my eyelash serum and my toothbrush in the same little cup in the cupboard. So that also gives me a visual cue when I grab my toothbrush, I see the eyelash serum there. Another example of how I use habit stacking is after I eat my lunch, I'll make a drink with my collagen supplement and then clean the kitchen. So this one is kind of a three stack habit, a three habit stack. So I've 
already in the kitchen. Usually the cutting board and a few other things are already like sitting out because I made my lunch. And it cues me that I have this connection in my brain to go to the kitchen, clean up my dishes. But before I do that, I now have this trigger to whip up my collagen smoothie and then clean up the mess. And obviously a big part of successful habit stacking is finding the right triggers. So here is a really quick list of some common ones that we probably all share, but use this list to kind of try to think of some of the unique triggers that you might have in your daily life. So getting out of bed, taking a shower, brushing your teeth, getting dressed, making coffee, eating breakfast, dropping the kids off, walking the dog, turning on your computer, eating lunch, picking the kids up, walking the dog again, turning off your computer, changing into comfortable clothes at the end of the day or workout clothes or out of your office clothes, eating dinner, picking out a show before bed, getting into bed. My number one tip as you're kind of getting started with this is to try to be as specific as you can. So don't say things like, when I wake up, I'll journal for 10 minutes. Say something specific like, after I make the bed, I'll sit in the chair by the window and journal for 10 minutes. I think the more specific we can be about the habit that we want to form, the easier it will be for the habits to successfully stack and that new neuron path to form. So as you know, I'm all about routine, and although the daily page is really helpful for holding me accountable and also just making me feel really accomplished at the end of the day or the week when I review everything and see what I've kind of completed, um, just including all of my typical routines and habits, it's really this method of habit stacking that has helped me integrate new healthy habits into my day permanently. So I hope that this episode was helpful for you If you try habit stacking out, I would love to hear what you think and of course answer any questions you have. So be sure to follow me on Instagram and you're always welcome to message me over there. I'll put a link to James Clear's book, Atomic Habits, along with a link to a couple great articles about habit stacking in today's show notes. So head over to planpodcast.com to check that out. That's all I've got for this week, but I'll be back on August 22nd with a new episode. Thanks for tuning in and happy planning. Thank you for tuning in and making some plans with us today. You can find the show notes for all episodes over at planpodcast.com. If you enjoyed today's show, be sure to tell someone about it by sharing this episode with them and taking a moment to rate us and review us in the App Store. Don't forget, we've got plans next week, and we will see you then.